Hi, and welcome to Seeking the Gospel Truth. I'm Giselle Aguiar. We've been going through the Old Testament, seeing how Jesus and his gospel factors into every story. If you've missed any of them, search through the podcast or vlog for the studies on the books of Genesis through Ruth. As we continue God's story, which is really our story, I am changing how we go through the bulk of the rest of the Old Testament. If you read the Bible from cover to cover, the historical books get a bit confusing as the timeline isn't straight. My goal is to, as for the next studies, is to do them in historical sequence. So we'll bounce around the Old Testament, but the stories will make better sense. Jesus is the hero of the entire Bible, and we'll find him everywhere as we go along. Um, you'll also see how the Old Testament sets us up for the New Testament. And I've covered most of the New Testament, and you can find those studies along with podcast playlists on my blog. I pray that as you hear this message, it will inspire you to study the Bible daily for yourself. Seek the truth. I pray that God opens your heart and eyes and mind to understand what his spirit is trying to tell you. And as you become rooted in the word, you'll also be rooted in hope, joy, and peace. Let's dig in. Psalms 143, 69, and 40. Don't panic. Cry out to God in your time of need. One of the unique characteristics of King David's stories is that we don't just have the historical accounts, but we have in writing his feelings. David wasn't just a poet, he was a prophet, and I'm not sure he realized it. Many of his Psalms are prophetic as they tell about Jesus, the Jewish Messiah, Yeshua HaMashiach. We recognize it in hindsight, which of course is 2020. In several of the Psalms, David writes of things that could not have happened to him. We'll see that in these Psalms. If you look closely, you'll see Jesus. Ask God to open your heart, eyes, and mind to see Jesus. Let's dig in. I'm going to start in Psalm 143. Now, this was probably written during the time of the current story we, we're in when Absalom, David's son, rebelled against him. Hear my prayer, O Lord. Listen to my plea. Answer me because you are faithful and righteous. Don't put your servant on trial for no one is innocent before you. My enemy has chased me. He has knocked me to the ground and forces me to live in darkness like those in the grave. I am losing all hope. I am paralyzed with fear. I remember the days of old. I ponder all your great works and think about what you have done. I lift my hands to you in prayer and I thirst for you as a parched land thirsts for rain. Then we have one of those Selah interludes here where you can pause and I mean, he just said, I ponder all your great works and think about what you have done. Okay, think about what God has done in your life. Okay, verse seven, come quickly, Lord, and answer me for my depression deepens. Don't turn away from me or I will die. Let me hear of your unfailing love each morning for I am trusting you. Show me where to walk for I give myself to you. Rescue me from my enemies, Lord. I run to you to hide me. Teach me to do your will for you are my God. May your gracious spirit lead me forward on firm footing for the Lord 
for the glory of your name, O Lord, preserve my life because of your faithfulness. Bring me out of this distress. In your unfailing love, silence all my enemies and destroy all my foes, for I am your servant. Well, if you feel your prayers aren't being answered, check out your check your true motives. And you'll see how this actually plays out in tomorrow's story and subscribe so you don't miss out. He trusts God implicitly to you. He asked God to teach him to do his will. Do you? This is what you need to ask God. When you humble yourself in front of him and recognize that you cannot do everything yourself, that you need God, then he will answer your prayers if they are prayed with the right motive. Jesus cried out to God in the Garden of Gethsemane and said, your will be done. Are you God's servant? Is everything you do as if you were working for God? Check out Colossians 3.23. Going on, going on Psalm 69. Now the prophecies in this one are more noticeable. Save me, O God, for the floodwaters are up to my neck. Deeper and deeper, I sink into the mire. I can't find a foothold. I am in deep water and the floods overwhelm me. I am exhausted from crying for help. My throat is parched. My eyes are swollen with weeping, waiting for my God to help me. Those who hate me without cause outnumber the hairs on my head. Many enemies try to destroy me with lies, demanding that I give back what I didn't steal. Oh God, you know how foolish I am. My sins cannot be hidden from you. Don't let those who trust in you be ashamed because of me, O oh, sovereign Lord of heaven's armies. Don't let me cause don't let me cause them to be humiliated, O oh God of Israel, for I endure insults for your sake. Humiliation is written all over my face. Even my own brothers pretend they don't know me. They treat me like a stranger. Well, David could have said that, but Jesus actually said that because that actually happened to Jesus. And yes, Jesus had brothers and sisters. And he endured insults, especially when he was being held by the Roman um, soldiers just before he was crucified. Go read the Gospels. It's there. Nine, passion for your house has consumed me and the insults of those who insult you have fallen on me. Jesus did. When I weep and fast, they scoff at me. When I dress in burlap to show sorrow, they make fun of me. Now, David just did that. Um, I am the favorite topic of the town gossip and all the drunks sing about me. But I keep praying to you, Lord, hoping this time you will show me favor. In your unfailing love, O oh God, answer my prayer with your sure salvation. Rescue me from the mud. Don't let me sink any deeper. Save me from those who hate me and pull me up from these deep waters. Don't let the floods overwhelm me or the deep waters swallow me or the pit of death devour me. See, Jesus, you believe in Jesus, you, the pit of death will not devour you. 
Answer my prayers, O Lord, for your unfailing love is wonderful. Take care of me, for your mercy is so plentiful. Don't hide from your servant. Answer me quickly, for I am in deep trouble. Come and redeem me. Free me from my enemies. You know of my shame, scorn, and disgrace. You see all that my enemies are doing. Their insults have broken my heart, and I am in despair. If only one person would show me some pity. If only one would turn and comfort me, but instead they give me poison or gall, which is a painkiller for food. They offer me sour wine for my thirst. And, um, in Jesus, and um, when Jesus was on the cross, they tried to give him gall, which is a painkiller, and he refused that. But then he said, I thirst. And they gave him a sponge filled with vinegar to his lips. 22, let the bountiful table set before me. I'm sorry, let's try that again. Let the bountiful table set before them become a snare and their prosperity become a trap. Let their eyes go blind so they cannot see and make their bodies shake continually. Pour out your fury on them. Consume them with burning anger. Let their homes be desolate and their tents be deserted. To the one you have punished, they add insult to injury. They add to the pain of those you have hurt. Pile their sins up high and don't let them go free. Erase their names from the book of life. Don't let them be counted among the righteous. I am suffering in pain. Rescue me, O God, by your saving power. Then I will praise God's name with singing and I will honor him with thanksgiving. For this will please the Lord more than sacrificing cattle more than presenting a bull with its horns and hooves. The humble will see their God at work and be glad. Let all who seek God's help be encouraged. For the Lord hears the cries of the needy. He does not despise his imprisoned people. Praise him, O heaven and earth, and the seas and all that move in them. For God will save Jerusalem, or Zion, and rebuild the towns of Judah. His people will live there and settle in their own land. And they did. That's the, Israel, the Israelis. They're back in their homeland. The descendants of those who obey him will inherit the land. And those who love him will live there in safety. Well, that's our new heaven and our new earth and a new Jerusalem is coming down in the book of Revelation. Check that out. All right. So here are some ties to the Gospels and New Testaments. I'm going to have you more links in my blog, but you can check these out. All these links are in there. Um, uh, Jesus in John 15, 25 quotes verse four. John quotes verse nine in John two seventeen. When Jesus cries out from the cross, I thirst, thirst, that's referring to verse 21. Now, obviously not every verse in this Psalm can be attributed or tied to Jesus. For instance, verse five, David admits to his sin. Jesus never sinned. So look for quotes of this Psalm in Romans 15, Matthew 27, and Acts 1. And then, of course, check out a blog post that I did back in Easter time, um, Jesus' seven last words. Continuing Psalm 40. Now, this is one of my personal favorites. Verses 1 through 3 describe my life 100%. I was sinking in mud and mire, and Jesus pulled me out. Notice that this kind of completes. Psalm 69, verses 1 through 2. Okay, Psalm 40, verse 1. 
I waited patiently for the Lord to help me, and he turned to me and heard my cry. He lifted me out of the pit of despair, out of the mud and the mire. He set my feet on solid ground and steadied me as I walked alone, along. He has given me a new song to sing, a hymn of praise to our God. Many will see what he has done and be amazed. They will put their trust in the Lord Jesus. Oh, the joys of those who trust in the Lord, who have no confidence in the proud or in those who worship idols. Oh, Lord, my God, you have performed many wonders for us. Your plans for us are too numerous to list. You have no equal. If I tried to recite all your wonderful deeds, I would never come to the end of them. You take no delight in sacrifices or offerings. Now that you have made me listen, I finally understand. You don't require burnt offerings or sin offerings. Then I said, look, I have come. As is written about me in the scriptures, I take joy in doing your will, my God, for your instructions are written in my heart. I have told all your people about your justice. I have not been afraid to speak out. As you, O oh Lord, well know, I have not kept the good news of your justice hidden in my heart. I have talked about your faithfulness and saving power. I have told everyone in the great assembly of your unfailing love and faithfulness. Lord, don't hold back your tender mercies from me. Let your unfailing love and faithfulness always protect me. For troubles surround me, too many to count. My sins pile up so high I can't see my way out. They outnumber the hairs on my head. I have lost all courage. Please, Lord, rescue me. Come quickly, Lord, and help me. May those who try to destroy me be humiliated and put to shame. May those who take delight in my trouble be turned back in disgrace. Let them be horrified by their shame, for they say, Aha! Uh -huh, we've got them now. But may all who search for you be filled with joy and gladness in you. May those who love your salvation repeatedly shout, the Lord is great. As for me, since I am poor and needy, let the Lord help me in his thoughts. You are my helper and my savior. Oh my God, do not delay. Jesus told us in John 14, verse 12, I tell you the truth. Anyone who believes in me will do the same works I have done and even greater works because I am going to be with the Father. You can ask for anything in my name and I will do it so that the Son can bring glory to the Father. Yes, ask for anything in my name and I will do it. We have one mediator. There is one God and one mediator who can reconcile God and humanity, the man Christ Jesus. He gave his life to purchase freedom for everyone. That's 1 Timothy 4, verses 5 through 6. You pray to God, not Mary or any other dead people known as saints, in the name of Jesus. Just talk to him. He wants to be your friend. He told us in Revelation 3.20, look, I stand at the door and knock. If you hear my voice and open the door, I will come in and we will share a meal together as friends. Jesus is knocking at the door of your heart. Let him in. Isn't it about time you let Jesus into your heart? How do you do that? Well, just invite Jesus into your heart and receive the gift and confident hope of eternal life. You don't know what to say. You don't know what to do. There's a prayer in the show notes, or you can click on over my blog and click where it says, how do I invite Jesus into your heart? 
And again, I've got a bunch of links in there. Um, there was power in the name of Jesus and in Christ alone. Those are two videos that I have at the bottom of the blog. It's the truth. Christ is the only way. Soli Deo Gloria, to God alone be the glory. Thank you for listening to this episode. I pray that the Holy Spirit, the author of Scripture, touched your heart to reveal the gospel truth that our hope of salvation is through Jesus Christ alone. If you have any comments or questions, feel free to reach out to me via my website or social media. I encourage you to read the Bible daily and seek the truth for yourself. I recommend that you download two free Bible study apps, the YouVersion Bible app and Through the Word. Friends, we are living in strange, crazy times, the last days, the end times. But know that things aren't falling apart, they are falling into place. Jesus said in Revelation 3, 20-22, Look, I stand at the door and knock. If you hear my voice and open the door, I will come in, and we will share a meal together as friends. Those who are victorious will sit with me on my throne, just as I was victorious and sat with my father on his throne. Anyone with ears to hear must listen to the Spirit and understand what he is saying to the churches. Jesus is knocking. It's up to you to open the door. Peter told us in 2 Peter 3.9, The Lord isn't really being slow about his promise, as some people think. No, he is being patient for your sake. He does not want anyone to be destroyed or perish, but wants everyone to repent. Jesus is coming back soon. Are you ready? Repent of your sins and invite Jesus into your heart right now. If you don't know what to say, there's a prayer in the show notes and on my blog. Jesus said in Matthew 24, 14, and the good news about the kingdom will be preached throughout the whole world so that all nations will hear it and then the end will come. Soli Deo Gloria, to God alone be the glory.